Hey ladies, welcome back to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Haas and Michaela Johnson, and continue listening for today's episode. Hey guys, so today we're going to talk about body image and health and kind of what it means to be healthy because I think especially with the way that social media is now, health and fitness is such a popular thing. Like everybody works out, everybody is trying to eat healthy. It's almost like it can get really overwhelming, especially for somebody who was a trainer and who was super into fitness, like it was my life for the longest time. Um, it could get overwhelming when you almost feel like it's not, you're not putting as much effort in anymore. At least that's how it is for me. Like it's super overwhelming. And so I kind of just wanted to talk about that and just start a conversation surrounding that. Yeah. Um, I used to have a very like different perspective on working out and yeah. eating healthy. Um, when I first started working out, it was almost like, Because I knew I wasn't going to get if I didn't stay consistent. So I was like, if I don't eat healthy, like I didn't ever want to eat anything bad, Mm -hmm. which your body needs that. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to ever eat anything bad. I didn't want to... I needed to work out almost every day. I didn't care if my body was sore. and And then I had to like refrain myself. And I actually hurt my back eventually. But I... It was like one of those things that I was like, okay, there's something... I started realizing the way I was being wasn't healthy. Mm. And... You need to work out for enjoy, like enjoyment. You don't need to like going on a walk. Like Joss actually taught me this. Going on a walk is exercise. Yeah. Like that's just as good as going and lifting weights for four hours. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like your body needs movement, and it doesn't have to be like you're gonna kill yourself every day to do yeah. it. You know, mm-hmm. like so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to share a little bit. I know I've shared it before, but one, we have different listeners, and two, like I was telling Kate, our perspectives change over time. So I think it's cool to kind of refresh every once in a while, especially because our listeners tend to be younger women. And so, yeah, it's just a really relevant topic, prevalent topic, whatever, relevant topic. (laughs) I know what you meant. It's all right. (laughs) Um, But so right after high school, well, I'll even back up even further. So... I actually had developed an eating disorder around a really early age, like sixth, seventh grade. Like I was very young and um, it just obviously stemmed out of a lot of insecurities that happened in my childhood, abusive friendships. Like you don't think that when you're that young, you can have abusive friendships, but I did. And um, a lot of them would attack my appearance and it just really started to eat away at my self-confidence because when I was even younger than that, I never, that wasn't a thought. You're young. You don't think about how you look. You don't think about how you dress. You just are you. Mm-hmm. And so they would really attack my appearance. They would call me, I've been called fat by them. I've been like my out the way I would dress, they would make fun of. Um, so I was always very hyper aware of how I looked and all of that. So then moving into middle school, and obviously you're like, you're still very young, but you're also starting to mature, like you're You're hitting puberty, yeah, yeah, and you're around boys, and you start to like them. And so I was always really, really conscious about my body. And so I developed bulimia, um, and the only reason anybody found out is because my mom was concerned. She started to like notice certain things that I was doing. And she took me to the doctor and the doctor like sat me down and she was like, you are very underweight for your height. Um, She's like, you're very unhealthy. And basically like you, you need to gain weight and you can't keep doing what you're doing. Otherwise you're going to die. 
And so that actually did scare me. <laughs> that actually did scare me. And it stopped the intensity of it, but I still was you doing s- it. Yeah. Um, so it lasted up until probably later high school years. That's crazy. Um, but it wasn't like some people have like bulimia really I mean any bulimia is extreme obviously any eating disorder is extreme but a lot of people had had it worse than I did um so it went from maybe like throwing up like four or five times a day to like once or twice that's insane yeah um and I'm very fortunate that I didn't die because there are people who have died from that or got even worse like super eroded teeth or like I'm I'm very blessed that I didn't end up with a lot of the bad after effects um but anyway so and I never really worked out I never worked out that wasn't like in my mind to get healthy it was just like oh I can just eat and then throw up and that's fine like I won't gain weight that way it was always about weight like I would weigh myself after every time I ate I would weigh myself after everything um and so Moving after I graduated high school, I started lifting. Like, it took a little bit, but because I was in an unhealthy relationship. So I started working out maybe two years to three years after I was dating him. And that originally really helped me because it helped me build my confidence. It helped me, I feel like, build my confidence enough to break up with him. And now I had something else to focus my energy on. But then it started to lean way to the left and became unhealthy for me as well because I would spend like two, sometimes three hours in the gym every day. I barely missed a day. Um, I was 115 pounds, which for reference, I'm like almost 5'7". So I'm an average to a little bit tall, I would say. Um, So it was a really low weight for my height and my build. Um, And I just... But I still was looking in the mirror thinking I was fat. Like, I can't even explain it to you when you're in that mindset. You just, Mm -hmm. it's totally different. But I would just look in the mirror and be like, wow, I'm, like, not skinny enough. And, like, my proportions aren't right. Like, I need a much bigger butt. And I need to be, like, a much thinner waist. Like, I need to be so skinny and perfect. And I don't know why why I developed that mindset because social media was like getting there but it wasn't like how it is now still yeah it wasn't like there wasn't all these fitness influencers yet it was still mild and so I just remember like looking at myself and thinking that I was fat and I was just so over it and I was in therapy but we never really talked about that part because it was still a part of my life that I feel like I kept very secret yeah. I didn't open up to like anybody about it not even my friends not my family I just kept it to myself because it was one of those things where I just felt like I needed to be perfect in that area yeah and um so then me and homeboy broke up <laughs> and I started to feel I feel like focus more on my mental health than my physical health. I took a little break from the gym because the gym that I was going to and that worked at, he started working at. So I had to leave. I like was forced to leave. And so I just took a little break where I would go on runs or like do abs, but I wasn't in the gym and I gained a little bit of weight, but it was like healthy weight. Like it was a good thing. Yeah. And um, then I started working out at a different gym. I feel like I got a little more moderate with my working out and like more healthy, but still it's like if I don't get there, don't get to the gym and don't work out, I don't feel good enough. Mm -hmm. And it was just that constant feeling like 
It was always on my mind. I had to eat extremely healthy, extremely clean. And there is nothing wrong with eating healthy, of course. Like, that's not it. But it was so extreme to where if I had one thing that I felt wasn't bad, like it could have been a cracker, a piece of bread. I was like, wow, like I'm really, I'm really screwing up. <laughs> so to not make this story too long, I'm going to fast forward a little bit to maybe like a year ago. Um, me and, uh, like two years ago, because it was around the time me and Xavier started dating. I kind of only would work out like once or twice when we first started dating, a week. Um, because I was, obviously it was something new. I was dating this new boy that I really, really liked. And, um, I just kind of didn't find it a priority. Like, obviously when you first start dating, you go on dates and you go out to eat and I just wasn't thinking about it as much. But then I started gaining more and more weight, um, and I just wasn't happy with myself. So then the pandemic hit. And then trying to work out at home was just not, I didn't have the motivation, but I was still so hard on myself that I would push myself to do it, which was probably a good thing and a bad thing because I'm stuck at home. We need those endorphins, especially with everything that was going on. But it was just like, I was constantly looking in the mirror, constantly like making sure that my eating was on point since I wasn't in the gym. It was just like, oh my gosh, I just want to like let this go. I don't want this to be like such a demanding part of my life because then you go on social media and everybody's posting their workouts. Everybody's posting their healthy meals. Like everybody is posting their progress pictures and you're just sitting there like, well, I'm making progress in the opposite way. I'm gaining weight and I'm not happy with the way I look and now I have to go on and see other people look great. Like not that I'm not happy for them, but... Sometimes if we're being honest, it does make you feel some type of way about yourself if you don't mm-hmm. if you're not happy with the way you look. Yeah. Nothing with them. It's not their fault, but just our own insecurities. Right. And so then I tried, like I was actively making an effort to be like, okay, Joss, like it's okay to gain weight. It's okay to not look like how you used to. And it's okay to not always be like this fitness person. Like it's fine. I feel like I just got so much praise for like being fit, so much praise for working out. And like, it just became a part of my identity. And I feel like it was one of those things where I don't want to say I took pride in, but I did because it was finally something that I felt like Gave me self-worth. Yeah. Um, And I was obviously building my relationship with God at the same time, but I was still a little baby in, like, Christian terms. Like, I wasn't strong in my faith yet. And so um, then I started to get – I feel like I gained a little bit more of a healthy relationship during the pandemic just because we were forced to be at home. We were forced to just sit still for a little bit. And I learned that it was okay to not work out every single day. And it was okay to not, like, like you said, like, kill yourself in your workouts. Like, me and Zay would go on walks. And we would find other ways to be active but not have to constantly, like, lift weights and, like, go hard. Yeah. I love lifting weights, don't get me wrong. But it, it just started to become unhealthy. Yeah. And you get like attached to the progress Mm -hmm. and you like get addicted to it in a sense you're like okay I want to see my muscles grow I want to see this certain amount of progress and when you don't it's like you feel terrible it's almost like heartbreak yeah like you just feel disgusted Mm -hmm. well I should say I felt disgusted when I wouldn't see the progress I wanted to make and anyway so (laughs) 
I feel like I'm just going on forever. But no, it's good, dude. Yeah, so that was basically like I guess the progression up until now where I feel like I have a much healthier relationship. Like I want to work out because it makes me feel good. And don't get me wrong, like there are some days where I'm like, okay, like it's all right to chill out. You don't have to get to the gym. It's fine. And I still have to give myself pep talks about like eating a piece of cake or whatever. But I'll do it now where versus then I would give myself that pep talk and still not be able to do it because I knew I was going to feel bad about myself where now I'm like, it's fine to have that like a piece of pie. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. No, I, um, my relationship is kind of similar to Joss's where I was always, this is not sad to say, but I was always over pretty overweight as a kid. Like I was more chubby, like I don't want to make anyone, I don't want to make it seem like that, but I was pretty chubby as a kid. So then finally I thinned out, I think in like eighth grade. And then I, again, got, and I would work out like here and there throughout like middle school. And I remember like, even my like family would call me like chubby and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, dude, like that kind of sucks. And like, <laughs> like, like it does Just suck. Just the way you say yeah, it. Yeah, it kind of sucks. sucks. Yeah. No, but it like really does suck. Like mm-hmm. it hurts your feelings. And I remember like I was very similar in the sense of like always making sure that I looked good or always like very conscious of my weight. And I was friends with a lot of people in high school that were very thin. And I would like look at them and be like, not anything that they were doing, but I would just feel insecure because I'm like, I don't look like them. And Mm -hmm. I know they notice that I don't look like them and they don't just don't say anything. And it was all in my mind and they could have not noticed anything, but I was noticing it. And like Josh said, like you see things on Instagram and it makes you feel like poop, like Mm -hmm. literally like not good about yourself. And so it continued. I was in a not that great of a relationship either. We broke up too. And I got into drinking as well as Joss and like partying and stuff and then finally me and the guy broke up and I started working out with Joss Mm -hmm. and so then I worked out and it was like I said in the beginning it was almost like I was killing myself in the gym and I was drinking and like me and Joss sat down one time and talked about it and this was before I was saved but we talked about it and you were like dude, like, drinking isn't going to help you make progress. Like, we were talking about it, and I was like, dang. Like, and so that was, like, one of my checkpoints where I was like, I need to chill out on drinking because, one, this isn't healthy. Two, like, I don't know. And it was, like, all my mindset of everything. So then I moved to California, got saved, and then I still made the gym, like, such a priority. Like, almost Mm. above God. Like, the gym was, like, my God almost. Like, it was all I focused on. Like, going to the gym, like, sorry, I can't tonight. I'm going to the gym. Like, sorry, I'm going to maybe after the gym. Like, it was, like, my biggest priority. And I'm, don't get me wrong, like, I like the gym. But I'm, like, sometimes I dread going there. And sometimes I'm, like, if I don't want to go, I don't have to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to, like, get to that point where I, well, I'm at that point now. But I used to, like, make myself go. Even if I felt, like, poop. Oh, same. I would, like, go. And I'm, like, dude, this isn't going to help you if you're not feeling that great. And my relationship with food hasn't always been that great. Because, one, I am one of those people that a lot of things that I eat doesn't make me feel very good. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'll eat stuff and I'll be like, oh, I don't feel good. Like, why did I eat that? Mm-hmm. And it's just my body and I have different issues with my stomach. So that's another whole issue. But it's just like eating healthy actually made me feel good. And yeah. But I'm trying to get back to the point and bringing it back, like, 
it's okay to eat that piece of pizza once in yeah. a while. And I'm try- I have to remind myself too, like kind of like what Josh said, like it's sometimes like I have to have sit down and have a pep talk with myself and be like, dude, your body, like we talked about this as one of our first body image episodes. Like when you're laying on your deathbed, are you going to care about your body? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, your stomach. Like, I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm like, it's not all about that. That's what I try to remind myself. I'm like, it's, granted, like, don't get me wrong. Like, being healthy is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And being fit is a good thing. But, like, being the skinniest person in the world, like, that isn't all that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I try to, like, remind myself, like, my identity isn't on, on, the outside it's on the in right it's on the inside it comes from Jesus like my identity comes from Jesus so that's what I try to focus on more now like I rather have my spirit built up rather than my body built up yeah. does that make sense yeah. you know because our souls are here for eternity our exactly. bodies aren't and that's not when God created us that wasn't what he was going to think about is Oh yes, I want her end goal to be thick. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, what that's what I want. That's for her. That's all I want her worth to be. No, right. and right. that—that's the sad part. Is it is becoming like our women's worth is based on how they look mm-hmm. now, and that's—it's sad because that's not what we were intended for. Like we're not here for guys to just stare at. We're here to. To, well, one, be our individual self and who God created us to be. Yeah. But two, we were created, not everybody, don't get me wrong, but women were created to be a wife, not just some object. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad that we've almost, as society, turned it into something that's more valuable, like looks are more valuable than the inside yeah. and our personalities and, and how we treat people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, like you said too, like I just started to worship it. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally like the Bible talks about idols and I idolized working out. I idolized body image. I idolized like this image of being fit and all of these things. Like I just idolized it way too much. And I realized once after, like I would get convicted going to the gym sometimes like, oh, I got to get there. I got to get there. And then I'd get there. And then after God would be like, okay, but you didn't spend time with me yet today. And I would be like, oh Lord, just shoot me in the heart. Why don't you? But then I'd, I'd like go home and read my Bible, but it should be the opposite. Like I should be like, okay, I need to get in the word today. I need to go home and pray. And then after, if I have time, I'll get to the gym. Yep. You know, like not, not saying that God always is is like that but he wants to be first in our lives not Mm -hmm. us put these other things first and of course he wants us to be healthy like he's not saying like oh just eat your heart out and have a heart attack no like he wants us to be fit he wants us to be healthy because he created our bodies to be temples and we should treat it as such but he also didn't create like fitness and exercise and all of these things for us to obsess over and yeah. become like almost distraught if we're not meeting that those our own expectations. Yeah. And um another thing too when you were saying that is it makes me think about too like going back to when you first started working out. Like what was your what was the goal of you working out? Like my goal was literally to get skinny. Like I feel like my goal was a little different because I just wanted to feel better out of the relationship I was in. Like, I've talked about it before, but it was just such a low, low point in my life where, like, I was like, honestly, and this is dark, so 
trigger warning, but I was like, if I don't start feeling better soon, like I can't live like, like I'm going to have to die. Like I cannot go on like this. And so I feel like I was just looking for an escape and that I don't even really know. It's so funny because I look back and I'm like, I don't even know what made me do that. I honestly yeah. think I might have found, I, it might have been Whitney Simmons. I think she was the first fitness like person I started watching. And I think she might have been the first one that I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Um Cause she, she's one, I really love her cause she was never one to just solely focus on how you look. She always talked about the mental health aspects of working out, which is why I will always love working out. But I feel like since it's gotten more mainstream, it's almost like more of a competition. So as social media kind of like started to evolve with it, that's when my mental health started to get more unhealthy yeah. surrounding that topic. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like before when not so many people were doing it, it didn't feel like such a competition or like such a, I don't know how to explain it. Because I mean, I don't look at it as a competition, but I feel like when you just see everybody doing it, you're like, I have to get there. Or I'm not as good as this person. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. like more like that. Like I'm not as good as them if I don't get to the gym, mm -hmm. which is so sick. Yeah. Because you never know if that person posting that was even from that day. I know. They could I know. be posting it from a month ago. They could be posting it from yesterday or two weeks ago. You never know. Mm. So the fact that we base so much off of social media, which is like a false reality, is ridiculous. Yeah. But still, it does something to our mind. Uh-huh. You know? Like, it's just we're... We're programmed. Dude, um, two things that you said, like, out of that. I, like, you, like, sometimes I still catch myself doing this, and I have to really convict myself. Like, I, or not convict myself, I have to really think about how I'm thinking and, like, mm -hmm. fix my thoughts. Because I'll, like, look at girls in the gym and be like, I want to look like that. And then almost get intimidated, not intimidated, but then almost like feel like I'm competing with this girl that has no idea I'm feeling dude, this. Dude, I'm like, oh, she's lifting 150. I, I am lift 155. Dude, I went to the, I was at the gym the other day. I was doing legs. I get down, Allie. <laughs> I was doing legs, and this girl, she like, she hasn't. No. I was like, I want to be part of it. He's trying to make a debut. He, he was like. He was like, she was lifting like 200 something pounds on the like no. machine. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. Tried it. Couldn't even move the machine. No. I was like, yep. And go. <laughs> I was like, don't do this to yourself. And I do that with like people on Snapchat. If I see somebody post a gym on Snapchat, my mind goes, you didn't work today out today. You suck. Is that not insane? And I'm like. Dude! I feel like, I don't know about everybody, but I feel like that's how a lot of people, because that's the exact thought that I have. Yeah. And it's sick. Like, why? Exactly. Your self-worth isn't based off of that. And who cares if you have abs or not? Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, but anyway, going back, what was your motivation when you first started working out? I was so um, sick of feeling like not good enough. Hold on. Ali, get down. You're distracting Kayla. <laughs> He said, let me give you a kiss. If you don't know, Ali's my dog. <laughs> and he's ridiculous. Don't worry. We'll post pictures on our... Uh, he's so cute. Joss posts his pictures on her story, but we'll post one on yeah. the account so you guys can see. So you see guys it. can see his little mohawk. Um, But I think it was because I've always, I've always been self-conscious. So, like, not... Finally feeling not, like... Oh, I'd, like, I'm not good enough, basically. I always felt like I wasn't good enough. 
So it was almost like I needed to start feeling better about mm-hmm. myself. Kind of like similar to what you said. And I didn't, in the beginning, I didn't even think about the mental health aspects of it. Yeah. I just kind of thought about, okay, I'm going there. It overall made me healthier with my yeah. mind. But like, I was just going there to lose weight and get fit. Like that was the only reasons. And now I focus more on like, when I go to the gym, I'm less anxious. Like it helps me with my anxiousness and like stuff like that. Like it gets me out of a slump of laying in bed all day on a Saturday. Like little things like that. I try to focus on rather than like, oh, I have to go or I suck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that was like my biggest thing because ever since I've been young, it was like one of those things where again, I'm so self-conscious and Mm -hmm. so Like, I never felt good enough. Never. Mm -hmm. So, like, finally the gym, almost like with you, it almost gave me, like, oh, yes. And then people started to notice me, and it just felt good that I was getting noticed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, it was, like, it was almost, like, something to brag about. Like, look what I did. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, look at what I did with the help of people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's... For those of you who don't know, too, like, me and Kay have known each other for a long time because I grew up with Kayla's older sister, but, um, so we Jess just, has always been like a big sister to me. Yeah. Like I've, we've always been in each other's lives kind of, but until, um, like Kay, Kay started training with me, we weren't yeah. like super close. So it's kind of crazy that that's what like brought us together. And it's even funnier because when we first met, like I was just starting to get into my faith. Like it was probably about when we first got rekindled. Yeah, I was probably about, like, a year in, maybe. No, because it was right when you and Zay started dating is when we started training. So, like, I was, like, six or seven months in then. because really? Yeah, because me and Zay started dating that June. Oh. And we started going to church, like, two weeks after we met. And then we started training in, uh, in September. October. September. Oh, no, it was, yeah, October. Yeah, I think you hit me up in September and then, like, beginning of October yeah. when we officially started. So I was, like, I don't know how many months, but I think that's, like, six, yeah. seven months um, where I had just started going to church, just started, like, getting into my faith, and then I would try to, like, tell Kayla, I'm like, Kayla, like, I would try to be like, girl. <laughs> you should come to church with me, and I'd be like, yeah. I was going, I was teaching Sunday school at my, like, the church I grew up in, so I was like, yeah, I just don't want to leave this church. And now knowing what I know, like my grandma gave me this analogy, like we have to hold, and somebody gave her this analogy, we have to hold our like church family like this because you never, like with open hands, I said like this, like we're recording right now, but like with open hands because you never know when God's going to pick you up and move you. And so that's where I was like, if I would have known that then, I should have just went with Joss. But at the same time, I was so like, no. I feel like it's funny, though, because I feel like it was more your excuse. Like, you're just like, yeah, uh uh-uh. I'm like, okay. But I didn't get upset or anything. I just, like, kept asking. And then she left for California. And then it's crazy how God works because then she ended up getting saved there and then came back and was like, okay, I'm ready to go to church with you. It's yeah. just nuts. Yeah. Like, it's just so crazy The week I came, Joss, nobody knew I was coming back from California because I was really bummed. Yeah. And I, well, my family didn't know. I was surprising my, like, my siblings. My brother knew, but my older sisters didn't know. And my niece, like, none of my, like, family that was up north they were a lot of them were up north for memorial Uh, day and i texted joss was one of the first people that i texted that i was coming back because i ended up texting you asking how you were yes like conveniently super weird when we didn't really talk that much when you were gone like 
feel like we would maybe text here, here and there, there but yeah. very seldom. Yeah. So the fact that I asked you how you were doing like that week was really weird. And then all of a sudden I like explain I came back, explained like everything that happened and um I just knew, like, in the moment, I was so bummed out. I love California. I, I will... I, California will always have a special place in my heart because that is where I got saved. Yeah. But I, I knew why God brought me out there, and it was to get me away from my distractions. Because yeah. if I would have stayed here, I would have never... It would have happened eventually, but it wouldn't have happened the way, the that, way it that, did, that it did. Yeah. Because when I was, like, there, no distractions at all. Like, right. the first... And people will say, too, the thing that I tell people is, like... I got saved in California, and they're like, that's really strange, because California is very liberal in a sense, so it's like, I don't, no offense to anyone, not like being like that, but it's not very like, the Christian community isn't very prevalent there, Mm. you know what I mean? So like, getting saved there, a lot of people are shocked. There's, There's a lot of big churches there, though. Yeah. There and, is. Yeah. There, but it is funny that, like, that's what you got out of California. It, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? People, and, like, don't get me wrong, the views were beautiful. Yeah. Like, everything about California, if you've ever been, it's beautiful. Yeah. There. But bringing it back, like, California will always have a very special place in my heart because the church that I got saved at was so, like, they wanted to make disciples of people. Yeah. And it was amazing to me. I don't know how we got to this point, but it was, cra- well, working out. Like, yeah. because it's crazy how our relationship with working out has turned into this. Yeah, it you is You know crazy. what I mean? It's like, crazy. But on our ending point, I kind of just wanted to talk about, too, like, how we need to reshape the way we look at being healthy. And, like, to me, health looks like obviously working out and like moving my body and eating gen generally like whole foods but it also looks like not stressing about me having a cookie or like me going to a family function and eating one meal that may not be deemed like quote-unquote healthy mm-hmm. and not overthinking it and not thinking that I'm gonna get fat just because of that one meal yeah like that's healthy to me and like going to the gym but then also being able to one day be like you know what I'm tired I'm gonna go home and rest because that's what my body needs today Mm -hmm. that's what healthy looks like to me yeah um and I like think about it too like if you work eight hours a day like 90% of the time unless you work at a desk like you're on your feet all day Mm -hmm. like you're literally moving all day like sometimes your body's just like can you give me 10 minutes yeah you know and Mm -hmm. that 10 minutes is like the rest of your night laying down, you know? Like, yeah, and when you stress your body out too much, like, you actually tend to gain weight. Like, yeah. you can't always have your body in a state of stress. Yeah, and um, me and Joss, if you don't know, we both work at, um, oh, well, she works at a homeless shelter, and I work at a school connected to the homeless shelter, and those people take a lot out of you emotionally. Yeah. Like, sometimes, not the people, but, well, the women and the kids, in my case, which I love them, and we love them, but it's just, like... It's more I, their situations, yeah. like, their emotional and mental needs. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't have to give, yeah. and then they need it. Yeah. So, you are left very drained at the end of the day, some days. Not yeah. every day, but some days. And some days you just need, your body's just like, can I lay down? Yeah. Like, I just want to sleep. And yeah. I try to, sometimes I'm like, well, sometimes I need to get up because then I just would lay down all day. But sometimes it's just like, I want to just fellowship with people and not feel yeah. bad about going out to dinner and like fellowshipping and talking about yeah. Jesus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what we do too is considered ministry. So, you know, ministry 
isn't always fun. Yeah. Like you're serving obviously and you're helping people, which is super rewarding and you're doing the work of God, which is beautiful, but it can be really, really hard because you're, you're helping people, you're giving to people. Yeah. So you need that time to fellowship and like refill and go to church and read your Bible and worship. It makes it that much more important to do because you're dealing with yeah that stuff at work and right. for 40 hours of your week right so. exactly and it's constant yeah all day long um but anyway we can't record too long because the new website that we're using the new website that we're using to distribute our podcast is way different than our other one so we need to get used to it and then like the uploading is different the size of the podcasts have to be different so we're just adjusting so stick with us while we do that but we love you guys we pray that you have a good week and follow us at save the girls podcast we're Um, so bad at promoting ourselves on tiktok instagram um facebook we take stuff in a little bit yeah 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 message us if you need prayer requests we love you guys (laughs) bye